say that school days are the best days of your life. Whoever said that didn't have a dad who was a minister and the chaplain of the school and used to come to assemblies and speak in front of all your pals. It wasn't that bad really. Honest. Hi, I'm Stuart Cutler and I'm number 249 and I'm joined by Sarah Ross who actually spoke in the General Assembly today. Sarah Ross, number 262. I have the great joy of having a student on placement with me at the moment. His name is Michael. He's training for ministry in the United Reformed Church and he went to the General Assembly this morning and it was his first time. Here's what he thought. As a first time visitor to the General Assembly of the Church of Scotland, uh, I was delighted that I was able to sing Egates Lift Up Your Head on High and engage in a a packed communion service. It's probably the biggest gathering of Christians I've been to uh, since before the pandemic. I couldn't help but noticing the royal coat of arms which hangs over the space reserved for the Lord High Commissioner and wondering how that reflects the relationship between church and state here in Scotland. And I wonder, I wonder whether the complex language that we use may put some off engaging with the higher courts of the church. Is this the intention? I doubt it. Is this the effect? Maybe. I guess it takes a long time to get used to a new school. Maybe I'll get there one day. What we say matters. The words that we use are important. Today in the General Assembly, we heard lots of good words. Words of friendship, particularly in our relationship with the Roman Catholic Church in Scotland. It was great to hear from Archbishop Leo Cushley. Leo Kirschley 553. Above all, however, through our contacts over 40 years, something else has grown up, perhaps unnoticed. While sifting through our theological differences and praying together and helping others, many on both sides have learned to become friends, as we have heard from the other delegates. And that, given our shared history, isn't nothing. Surprisingly, when I was training for ministry, the essay that I got the best mark in, and I really do mean surprisingly, was my doctrine essay. The essay about creedal grammar was one that I seemed to do well in, because I firmly believe that words matter. The words that we use are important, and we should use them well. To call each other friends is vital. It declares who we think we are in relation to one another. And I think that's a brilliant thing. It was a wonderful afternoon to see the Archbishop stand in front of the General Assembly and to be recognised as our friend and to declare that we are his friend too and the friend of the people that he represents, the Roman Catholic Church in Scotland. That's a big deal and we should celebrate such things. This morning, the General Assembly finally ratified legislation to allow Church of Scotland ministers to conduct same-sex marriages in their churches. 
there might be a couple of amendments to come but again it's a an important thing because it it says something important and i know that lots of people might disagree with what it says but it, it acknowledges at least that some people think one thing and others think something else sometimes it's good to say that we disagree but we recognize the validity and the importance of each other's point of view let's hear from a few of the commissioners at general assembly to hear of their experiences of school assemblies uh, of high school and every morning before high school started um, we had a, a short uh, assembly um, where we, we sang a hymn and did the lord's prayer before we, we started on to our school day so yeah kind of miss that not happening um, now in our schools it's just a sign of the times that's it but i do wish it's something they would maybe consider again our school assemblies were very formal went to Abbotsgrange, which is primary six to S2 in Rangemouth three-tier system. We were very formal and it kind of put me off prayer because you had to bow your head for clasp your hands, close your eyes, and if you didn't do that you got a bit over the back of the head with the ruler. During the prayer, somebody would walk around. So it, that to me So that to me created quite a negative attitude towards prayer. And it would be the head teacher that would give a five, ten minute kind of not sermon but a kind of reflection and it was quite obvious all they did was look at the newspaper that morning and see what the news stories were the headlines talk about that and say, and then crowbar Jesus into it in the most horrific way so again even even at that age you're kind of sitting there thinking this is not relevant to any of us and um, and you could almost guess what the newspaper headline was going to be and how they would crowbar Jesus since so it's very much like if you've seen the Billy Conley thing, yes, Jesus did play for Cotton and Hotspur in a funny kind of way. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Today we had less of maths and more about language. If Saturday was shaped by adding and subtracting, multiplying and dividing, today was very language-based. Latin was sacrificed in the Acts, or will be, as language of our legalese was simplified to increase accessibility. Welsh was shared with us in the ecumenical report, along with the wonderful word Canonia. There was a concern about doctrines in a variety of guises, not least through confessions of faith. The phrase of the day went to the theological forum, however, for unboxed knocks. T-shirt slogans, perhaps, now. The definition of necessary or essential was shared and the meaning of default along with critiques of core text showed the variety of understanding and perspective in the church. People that I like very much don't necessarily agree with me, but I know I have journeyed over the years from a taught place to my own decisions. I have come to realise how nuanced language can be. Perhaps what strikes me most is how many stay silent or are silenced. Pencils, pens, rubbers, rulers, a play piece, a snack, perhaps your lunch. All these things are really important. They're the tools that we needed to get through the day. But more importantly, school was about learning. Learning new things. Learning how to do things differently or in a way that was better. And today the General Assembly has been all about doing things better. And sometimes that's about what we call things and how we name them, and how we say out loud what we think and what we believe. 
it's important to do that well. It's important, for example, to say out loud that we are friends with our brothers and sisters in the Roman Catholic Church in Scotland. It's also important to say out loud what we believe. And so the Theological Forum has challenged us to think about where creeds sit in the life of our church, especially the Westminster Confession. And it's important to say that we disagree and that we can do that well. This morning, the General Assembly authorised ministers, should they wish, to conduct same-sex marriages. It's important to say that not everybody agrees. And it's important to say that we can live together with that disagreement. That the church isn't a place where we always have to think the same thing. And I think that enriches our life together rather than diminishing it. We have to listen to one another. We have to be big enough to realise that sometimes people might disagree with us. Sometimes we might be wrong, even though we firmly hold our belief. And sometimes we just have to be mindful of how we express our opinions and our ideas. Today has been a good day for all kinds of reasons mostly because it's been a thoughtful day and a day where we've said out loud who we are, who our friends are and what we believe. Today let's give the final word to Fiona Og, who brings us brilliant reflection on the school bag. Learning about the power of General Assembly debate, I don't really know what other term could be used by the mixture of comment and question etc in which all commissioners have an opportunity for input and everyone else has the opportunity to listen. My question is not so much about the word debate, but whether the participants joining the debate and crucially voting at the end of it actually come in the mindset of closed minds or open-minded debate. For example, this morning, one speaker talked of the hurt caused by division and then continued talking about their or the other side. How can we attend with listening ears, open minds and hearts and, dare it be proposed, open souls so that the church can be guided, nudged and pushed in the way God intends? Join us tomorrow when we pick up a different bag. We'll be delighted to hear your thoughts though about school bags, school assemblies and the General Assembly. Please leave your thoughts. Pop over to anchor.fm slash go dash bag. You can leave us a voice message if you want to or visit our Facebook page where you can leave your thoughts. But for now, it's home time. Unless you're a virtual commissioner when you're already at home.